0: Watching the Star Wars Friends Podcast Razor Crest React Show Starting at 10 9, nine. 8, nine. eight nine. Ten. Seven. Six. Five. 4 3 2 1
1: This is the way This is the way watching the
2: Star Wars Friends podcast Razor Crest React Show covering each episode of The Mandalorian season 2 Don't forget to subscribe and join the conversation every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Now here are your hosts The Star Wars Friends
0: Hey what's happening boys and girls of the internet world It is Friday night It is what November 6th, my name is Christopher Meriden and you are watching the Star Wars Friends Podcast, Razor Crest Reacts, where we are going to break down Chapter 10 of The Mandalorian
1: and joining me are my very, very beautiful Star Wars friends. This is Josh and I definitely did not need to see those spiders in in live action. (laughs) I did. Burn (laughs) it with fire.
3: No. No. Speaking of fire, that
4: episode was fire, but not because of this guy.
1: Ooh,
3: <laughs> very
4: nice. Uh, this is Kyle, and why was Baby Yoda so hungry? <laughs> why wasn't he? He ate growing everything.
3: Growing this, this episode, a growing child.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know and, how it works. <laughs> and this is Maggie, and I stand one little gremlin.
0: Aww, cute, cute. Where and are the goggles? <laughs> where are the goggles? Though we need oh. to see. The Child's Goggles. Oh, yeah, He's ready to rock.
2: celebrating Halloween. He's got his Hershey bar and everything.
0: <laughs> ready to hit the mean dunes of Tatooine. Uh, yeah. We need to get the Child some eye protection for sure. So I'm excited. I'm glad to be here tonight with everybody, and I cannot wait to talk about Chapter 10. And this is going to be a lot of fun. I There's a lot to break down here. But, of course, what we want to do um, at, at the beginning of this, we want to talk a lot about some of the things that we're doing just to give everybody a little heads up, we we promoted it last week and we've been really pushing it. And Maggie, you've you've I want you to talk about the the charity because you had a jump up in fundraising this week, correct? You yes. Have.
2: Look at that. So we Ooh, hit eleven thousand one hundred and thirty eight dollars this week, Woo! which is just incredible. 108. 108. Um, and our fundraiser is going to continue until December 20th. So you have plenty of time to donate if you feel the need to, or if you want to share it with people who may be interested in giving money. Um, it is still very much alive. And we actually, um, Leslie Headland just responded to one of my tweets about it the other day again. So
0: Sweet.
2: super awesome to see someone who is going to be doing another Star Wars show supporting it still. Yeah. So super Absolutely. exciting.
0: Absolutely. Uh, this is cool. 1138 is actually in your current total. So this is a cool little screen grab. It's a little Star Wars thing. It's a little not to Star Wars. Um, if you don't know, I am going yes. to be donating one of these shirts to anyone that donates uh, $40 to the cause.
2: So, If anyone listening right now is the $40 donation we got this week, I don't know how to reach out to you. So hit us hit up us with a tweet. Because yeah. it was exactly $40, so I figured it must have been somebody who listens.
0: Yeah, so definitely. $40 donation will get you one of these shirts. $100 donation will okay. get you a hoodie. Very soft hoodie. Very nice and warm. It's going to be cold here soon, so might want to show that off. And I'm proud to send it to you. So yeah, hit us up at Show or show at StarWarsFriends.com, and I'll gladly get that out to you. So um, for those that... We're expecting to see our good friend Ross Sandbridge, who is right here. Ross is actually watching. Hey, uh, Ross, Ross was going to be joining us tonight, but Ross is—he's uh, going to be joining us for a sit-down interview where we're going to explore his career a little bit later. So glad to have you, Ross. Ross is over uh, across the pond, so the time difference is a little wild. We are happy to have him in the chat tonight, though. So this will be cool. Thank you for joining us tonight, Ross, in spirit and <laughs> online. So thank you very much. <laughs> I do want to give a quick shout out at the beginning of the show here. Before we get started, we had a really cool tweet come through from our good friends at Rebel Art Empire. This is so cool. Yes.
2: It's so awesome. Love
0: so at that. Rebel Art Empire, Thrawn is coming. The Star Wars Friends show inspired pin. They're the best.
2: Well, they really are. <laughs> I oh. love
3: that pin. That is awesome. So cool. These
2: Hashtag on so
0: cool. boys. Can't wait. <laughs> so you can pick that up. They you can find them at Rebel Art Empire on Twitter and Instagram. So please do check them out. And that that is just a magical pen. So that was cool to that was cool to see this week. That was fun. Yeah. And we also did something else pretty fun. We got an interview in with one of the most incredible people in all of Star Wars, Mister Gary Whitta.
2: Such a fantastic interview. Yeah.
4: He was great. So great. Yeah.
0: How did you guys feel about that interview? Uh, I mean. That was like, for me, that was he. I mean, that was, was huge for me, Whoa, dude. Uh, had, you know
2: that?
3: No- go ahead, Maggie. No, go ahead. I was gonna say he just kept going on, like I could just sit there and like listen to him. I know. Like I didn't even have to say anything. Like he just kept going on telling he stories. Had
2: such and I'm like good stories.
1: I'm like this, like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. He awesome. was cracking me up. I was like, does yeah. he have the notes? Because he kept like. I was about to ask a question about something and then and then he would just answer all of it. And I'm like, right, I guess I don't have to yeah. say that. And then we were like, okay, Maggie, ask him about the book. And then he was like, oh, I have this book. And I was like, "Like,
2: It's like, are you in our text thread? <laughs>
1: What is going on? (laughs) So this
0: episode is currently live on all of our podcast channels. You can find it at StarWarsFriends.com. You can find it on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Podchaser. There's like 500 other weird pod sites that I've never heard of that people will send me links to. They're like, hey, you know you're on this? And I'm like, no, not at all. Very cool. So you can find that interview. And then we are actually going to drop a video of this over the weekend. So we'll have a video of the Gary Whitta interview over the weekend. Very excited about that. That was fun. That was fun. That was so and we got awesome. to put him on the spot. I mean, who gets to put Gary Whitta on the spot? I mean, <laughs> that was like super fun so please go ahead and listen to that episode hopefully you guys like it we're doing this because the world is crazy and we need positivity we got a lot of positivity uh today some of us did we're very excited uh <laughs> but that's a different <laughs> that's a different show um but we are definitely in a g- great mood today because chapter 10 of the mandalorian the passenger dropped today ten. and ten. yeah hey, ten. 10 10 10 10 10 So let's do what we do and let's talk about when we watched it and then let's dive into the episode. So the passenger had some type of like someone tweeted at me and they were like, "Yo, what is this? What is this episode going to be about? I think Mitch Bloom at Mitch Bloom tweeted at me and he goes, what do you think this episode is going to be about? And the Disney Plus preview said something about a ferry. The Mandalorian is going to ferry a passenger. So I thought. Fairy was gonna be the water episode that they, they did do- on purpose.
1: They, 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 they yeah. rope-a-doped us. They- Fairy, come out! They like totally. They were like, hey, hey, hey. they're gonna <laughs> think this is that water one, hey, right? Jerks. We got hoodwinked.
0: So yeah, I got hoodwinked for sure. For sure, is that's okay. To see
1: Sasha Banks tonight.
0: That's, I thought we were definitely gonna see the Mandalorian, no. Sasha Banks tonight. Um, the oh, Maskless now she's
4: Mandalorian. A Mandalorian, of course. Oh, yeah. Kyle! Wait a second. <laughs> Hang on, Josh. We have Kyle to do. Uh Oh, Oh, no.
3: No.
0: Ready? Ready? (laughs) Boba Fett is alive!
3: (laughs) I didn't even know know he was going to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Look at that, baby. I'm just going to leave it up the whole time. Just cover our
3: faces. (laughs) Telling you, when that comes out to be Commander Cody, y'all are going to be (laughs) disappointed.
0: Stop, (laughs) dude. (laughs) Kyle's done. (laughs) Kyle's (laughs) done. Oh, dude. So, I mean, listen. It's uh, it's it's now fact. Boba Fett is alive, nope, uh, and uh, we're all here clone. for it. We're all here for it. So, Kyle, what you weren't on the last reaction show? Hit us with what what went through your mind when you saw Boba Fett, or presume Boba Fett, or at least the armor, of Cobb Vanth. What did you think?
4: I was like, why did the Sarlacc eat his eyebrows and leave the rest <laughs> of his face? <laughs> that's so, just insults him uh,
2: hey, apparently it's it only all burns in the desert
4: <laughs> he needs the eyebrows to catch the sand Keep it, I mean that's like their whole job think right. of how dusty his eyes have been for <laughs> years decades yeah I
0: mean but were you, were you at least like kind of excited were you kind of
4: yeah I'm know, excited by the whole prospect of it because as much as I'm like a quote Boba Fett hater my whole thing is that his canon story is lame, so yeah. if we can make it cool, make it cool. I'm I'm into that. Um, oh, I it, I already said this to you guys, but I'm gonna say it again for anyone that is now or ever listening. I am irritated <laughs> that <laughs> that it was all over the internet that Timi- Timothy Oliphant got cast in the Mandalorian yeah. because yeah. I am a fan of his. And lots of stuff that he's been in. And when he took that helmet off, if that had been a surprise to me, that could have been such a cool thing. But instead, it was just like, oh, it is him. So,
0: really? Like, I mean, I was still excited. I mean, his hair kind of like he pulled the helmet off, his hair kind of like puffed out. He's
2: got the best hair.
4: It was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I right. have a mustache too, if the role calls for it. Frankly, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's not my point. It wasn't. It wasn't your place to ruin that for me, whoever you were, people. Right, right. Are you at least excited to see where the Boba Fett story goes? Oh my god! The Commander Cody story? Yes. Um,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. See right.
2: Same, yeah.
0: Hang on. Let me remind. Over you. The, Let me like, remind you. The, the
3: guilt he's been living with.
2: Boba in Fett the- is hey, I'm
3: in v. I am in will say I went back. I've watched <laughs> yeah, that, that episode like, very well. I've watched that episode like four times now and I've gone back and I remember we talked about this last week. And remember I said when I saw Timothy Oliphant come in, I didn't hear the spurs. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, something doesn't yeah. make sense here. When I went back and I watched it again. And when you see that last little bit with uh, Tamara Morrison as he's walking like towards the camera, you do hear it there. I went. But you but oh. you also do hear it
0: in the cantina. So I remember when you said that and I watched it the next mm-hmm. day. You can hear the spurs on Cobb Vanth in the cantina when he walks through. You you definitely hear it. So I guess both of them have the spurs. They have the magic I spurs. Don't know. I
4: don't know. We it's gotta find there. out. Spurs aren't it's that there. hard to come by, I'm sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, a diamond doesn't there. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get your hands All right, on some if you're inclined. Well, I-
0: I'm glad that Kyle is on board with Boba Fett, and I am so
1: excited that he hey, is alive. I've always liked Commander
4: Cody. And I'm down with all the clones, man. Cody sucks.
1: <laughs> if Cody's that's the a clone that they chose, if like if they said, okay, we're going to bring Tamara Morrison back, who do we have him play? And that's the clone they chose. Yeah, no. Well, no,
4: here it's because he was he, he's connected to Obi Wan. No, nope, Loba know.
1: or Rex, nobody else. Oh, give me a. Gosh, <laughs> no, okay. So, I mean,
0: so you can. Josh, to up up you two, two, two eyes. eyes. Yeah. Open Josh up your mind. Up a good point in the in the chat here. So, he thank does. you for everyone joining us in the chat. Happy Friday night. Glad to have you tonight. This is a spoiler cast, so I don't want to see any uh, sobby tweets after this. Um, yeah, yeah
4: it's a, It says recap. Come on, guys. Hey, We're reacting to the show. We, we, watched <laughs> we got show. yelled at. We're going to talk and about. We got yelled at.
0: Uh, so Josh Laws puts here shaved eyebrows or the Tusken Raider Creed. Now, I don't know if that's the case, but I have seen a lot of speculation that Boba Fett has integrated with the Tuscan Raiders. So we'll see where it goes. He had I'm one of their excited. stick things
4: on his back. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The gaffy yeah, that's stick right. he and was the, wearing rifle. the robes and the gaffy stick and the rifle, which
4: were typical uh, hey, sand people I mean, weapons. Yeah. W- when in Rome, you know what I mean? Who knows better <laughs> how to survive in <laughs> the yes. sand than the yes, people Lauren. named after it?
0: Uh, and, Lauren, and Lauren asked, uh, "Anyone else get a real quick Chris Pine vibe when we first saw Cobb?" Or Jeff I just New? sent you a,
2: I just sent you a, a tweet, Lauren. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a Chris Pine tweet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why has Hollywood
2: not let Chris Pine and Timothy Oliphant play brothers? Just
0: and second. and here we are, Cobb I and ju- Timothy it. Thank you, Norhal. Appreciate that, and. Sean, hang on. This is this is what you missed here. If you just tuned in, let me <laughs> let me break it out for you, dude. Boba Fett is alive. I am not going to get tired Allegedly. of yelling this. Allegedly. so I am. That's how we got on the Co- Cody thing.
2: But I don't I, agree with him. Just so we're clear. Cody's I love Cody. A, Cody's a
0: jerk.
1: Cody's a jerk. Cody tried all right. to kill Obi Wan.
4: they, tried they all Obi-Wan. tried to kill all of them. <laughs> I don't like them. That, that was is, their thing, that and that's why not, that's why that he's there true. watching over Obi wan like for all. all this time because he feels guilty about it.
2: Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. They
4: were
1: programmed. Maybe it's Josh. Jesse.
3: It
2: was he didn't really dying. An crash.
1: He's still out there. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> the one that retired oh, oh, and Jesse? settled down with his Twilight girlfriend and had a kid. And that one that, and oh wait wait. You mean you mean Omera
0: Fett? You mean Omera Fett? Oh, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I said it. Omera Fett hashtag Omera Fett hashtag Bantha Bomb. See what we come up with tonight. Um, do we think the, the, and our good friend Scott. Oh, come do, on, please don't encourage them with. <laughs> do you think they're using the Mandalorian to introduce Boba Fett again and then Disney will still make a younger Boba Fett movie? I don't think so, unless Daniel Logan would. I mean, Daniel Logan is the only way to, that you would bring that back. So. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't think that's the case. I don't think we're going to get a Young Boba Fett. Norhal says Boba Rex Wolf Gregor. Please, not sure about Cody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like
4: Cody's armor.
1: Um, I think if you're going to do Young Boba, wait, you don't need to bring back Tamara. Like you're going to, you know, if that's going to, it's going to be post yeah. Sarlacc adventures. If we get something with him,
0: I got and a lot actually, of people on my side. I got a lot of people on my side tonight. I feel good. I feel good. It's a good I, Friday. A I also, committee.
1: I feel like. Boba, Boba getting his own series might almost be better because then they can like introduce him briefly in this one, and then he can do his own thing and not like hog up all of Pedro's story. Agreed. Agreed. Now, can I just can I say
0: one quick prediction before we get into chapter ten for Boba Fett, and then we can get off the Boba Fett train and everyone can be happy? Be shocked if you didn't, Chris. Thank you. Um, I think, and I was talking about this with my fiance last night. Was I think the season is going to end with Boba Fett and Fennec Shan stealing the child, and that is going to be your cliffhanger between season two and three, and it's going to build up uh, Boba Fett as one of the most ultimate villains in Star Wars history, and I people mean, are going to wait. Last part's pretty bold. But, I mean, Shan get killed? <laughs> well, no, I no, I don't, I don't. She got she murked. Like, got she got by, murked. She was she, she shot. got murked
3: by Toro she was Kala, shot. Sir Galahad in. I five, 5 or 6 or
0: whatever that was. Fate
4: was ambiguous. Yeah. Was ambiguous. Let's be Thank
2: real. You. Thank you. Let's be real. The child is the true villain of the show.
4: He's well, when it comes to eggs. Obviously. He He's... will eat anything <laughs> eat. he can get his hands on. I yeah. think – so
0: I, I do. I, we're going to talk about this probably throughout the season, but I do think the, the season will end with Boba Fett stealing the child. I mean, what better way to make an ultimate supervillain than when the Mando's so close to delivering the child to a Jedi or – finding the planet that Boba Fett swoops in and takes the bounty and becomes that notorious bounty hunter that we've heard forever, but we finally get to see it play out in action. And then you have the Mando and Boba Fett going toe to toe, which would be an incredible dynamic. I can't wait. I hope that that, I hope that that's actually the case. Um, We'll see where the season goes. We've already been, I've been to Kyle's uh, verbiage. I've been hoodwinked uh, with a loom. uh, (laughs) And, uh, a couple other things have happened. I, so. I got to
3: say, everybody, I got to say, Nor's right, except for Ara Singh, because she got pushed off a cliff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't seen She's her. Not,
2: She's and, not still and Ventress.
3: Lying. And
0: Ventress. Yeah. All right. Here we are. Chapter 10. I want to see them kiss. Who do you want to see kiss? Fett and Anyone? A- anybody? Yeah. All the time. All the time. Peli <laughs> <laughs> Motto and Boba Fett?
2: Yeah. Oh, why that not? Ship?
0: Maggie, come on. Where's that ship? Where's Peli and Boba?
2: I mean, Hashtag
4: I'll get right of that. Boba. I don't I know. Am, I am curious who Josh Boba Mado see kiss though. <laughs> All of yeah, them, yeah, anyone? just kidding. anyone. Josh okay. wants some oh, kissing gosh. in this show. <laughs> 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 Not enough kissing, damn it! They have everything else. Up. Stop, the right. man. <laughs> so here we
0: are, Chapter Ten: The Passenger. Where did you watch it? I watched it this morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, eating my Cheerios, drinking my coffee from my Galaxy's Edge mug, and I started my morning off like a Friday morning cartoons, just like a regular old mid 30s uh, person would do. So I felt really good. This was a my initial reaction was it felt like a horror film. It's two weeks too late from Halloween, but uh, this was awesome. There's so much I want to talk about in this episode. I love – my initial quick take is I love the creature feature. I love having Dr. Mandible. I love having Frog Lady. I love having the spiders, the Macquarie inspired design coming to life in live action. We saw them in Rebels. This was – There were some tense moments, and I love when I watch Star Wars and I get tense. I get like, oh my God, the whole chase with the X-Wings and the Razor Crest, all the stuff that we're going to dive into throughout this episode. But I loved that this felt like a horror film, a creature feature, uh, classic Star Wars. We got the, the frog lady voice, which I complained about the last episode, that everyone sounded too human. And here we go with, dude, fantastic episode. So that's how I watched it. Maggie, how did you watch the episode? When did you see it?
2: I watched it at 7:45 this morning, and we got about like I think we got to the first egg consumption, and my mom was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go start breakfast," and she came back with egg sandwiches. So, <laughs> oh, wow! And that says something about my mother.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kyle, how about you? Um. Well, I tried to watch uh, when I took a little lunch break today. Um around noon and then of course I, I just i recently started a new job for anybody that doesn't know and it's been like a little insane and then so i got about 15 minutes in and then that got cut short by a phone call and then an email and then a hundred other things so i sure. i just watched like 45 minutes ago i i finished about a half hour before i signed on here to talk yeah. to you guys fresh. Um, it's still fresh then yeah. Fresh. yeah Love so it. but normally i would try to have watched it like two or three times but i, I only once only one time have i seen it so far
1: yeah, yeah. Josh, so how about far, you? You were the freshest last week. I uh, So uh, same uh, timeline as last week. I uh, just watched it like at 6 o'clock, and uh, it was really hard wanting to check my phone all day for other reasons and not Was something else sure. happening? But yeah, there's a, <laughs> yeah there's, it's like a
2: little, yeah. little thing happening in America
1: well, right now. That joke won't hold up in the, the ma- future, ma- but it's I'm, good I've today. I've been real obsessed <laughs> with math and percentages the last couple of days for some reason. It's really All weird,
2: that so. magic map
1: Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah uh it's always so chris you said it's a little late for halloween it's always halloween in my heart um, and uh, i okay. love the alien vibes with the uh with the eggs yes um and uh weaving one of them like launched at uh din when they had him pinned to the razor crest so oh I yeah felt like the face hugger like jumping
2: hmm. um
1: definitely super gross and i knew what it was going to be the moment he Put it, pulled it out, and put it in his mouth. I was like, "That looks like a really tiny one of those spiders from Rebels." And then here they come, and I was just like, "Oh, burn, burn it all, burn the planet. <laughs> just, <we're laughs> right that star when ruined. you need it? We can't have get this, planet rid of this anymore." <laughs> no, I loved how
2: Den's yeah. response was like, "Burn my entire ship down, just yeah, get rid of like, the spiders."
1: Fuck it, yeah. Wow. But it, no, I, I loved it. It was, it was, it was great. I was uh, looking forward to seeing Sasha Banks this week, but it's okay. I can wait. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. Justin, how about you? when did you watch it?
3: I watched it uh, about seven 30 this morning and, uh, kind of the same thing was getting the alien vibe. I was waiting for him to like walk over and like, look at one of the eggs and it like open in the top and it just (laughs) right on his face, but it didn't. But, um, yeah, for somebody somebody with mild arachnophobia, it was kind of like, I really don't need to see this. This is really disturbing. Um, But I did love all of the alien features, not I'm not talking about like horror movie alien features. I'm talking about creature features where we got aliens that actually used alien dialect and not English. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, because right, we've right, been talking about that. It. Where loved it. The the Mithral is just over there. Hey, how's it going? What's
0: going? Hi, friends. Going? Oh, hanging. Hi.
3: You know, but we got like an actual doctor. uh What was his name? Doctor um, Dr. Mandible. Doctor Mandible, Dr. Mandible using a Dr. form Mandible. like an alien language, and she's translating for Mando. And then you get the frog lady who is also using an alien language, and he's like, I. Can't speak frog lately? Do, do you speak Hades? And he's like, starts speaking Hades, <laughs> and I'm that's like, so this good. is why. This is what I love about Star Wars is the alien language stuff, not mm-hmm. the dudes just be spe- speaking basic whenever they they want and, and kind of putting it in. So um, maybe they listened. Maybe they heard us.
4: Yes, That's awesome. Yes, I loved Doctor Mandible, and I loved that name. Mm-hmm. But I the yes, uh, the um, subtitle spoiled me a little bit because it said Doctor Mandible. Uh, alien language, blah, 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 And then like the very next thing, she says, uh, Oh, hey, Dr. Mandible here wants you to cover his. And I was like, Oh, that is his name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. It couldn't have been a nickname. She couldn't have just yeah, been wise. Yeah. But uh, I love Dr. Mandible. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. It's very Star Wars comic. If you ever read the Star Wars Marvel, the old series
4: with Jackson and, and all that. And she got an but... Idiot's Array. I loved that too. So good. And how does she get
0: an Idiot's Array? We just happen to be on that moment where she has the rarest hand in all of Sabacc, just the hand
4: like... She had. They'd been playing all day. She <laughs> a cheater. Cheater, cheater! Oh, she could have swindled him. She, she could have swindled. Him. I thought she was. I thought she was honest. And he's a doctor. He seems intelligent. <laughs> I love it. So okay,
0: this was so much fun. I think we all agree that this was a just a fun episode. But it really, it still carries the the Mandalorian on his hero's journey. Has to face adversity before he gets to the end. And this was quite the adversity. He battled a crate dragon just days before. And now had to battle these weird snow spiders, which um Josh is sad that we didn't see a wampa. The wampa lives I on was, in I
3: kind of was too. Did you I, really I think was He's definitely – I, I did in that cave. I thought for sure there would be a wampa in there and I was like – I
2: cannot oh. wait for you all to listen to from a certain point of view if you want wampas
3: yes
0: i am very excited so, so we uh we got a copy of the certain point of view audiobook and that comes out next week the the actual mm-hmm. physical book comes out next week so those are the collected stories of empire strikes back so just like they did from a new hope they're doing for empire strikes back i am very excited to read about wampas
4: and i've sure josh show, too. this show in general definitely has like a bit of a monster hunter type thing going on you know like he killed the giant sea monster in the very first episode. You got your mud horn. You mm-hmm. got the uh, whatever monster things, the spiders this episode. He had the crate last episode. There's, you know, it's not a, it's a thing he gets into. Yeah. S- yeah. Save our village from this big monster thing. Very like monster it's a, hunters. It's a thing. Yeah
0: yeah yeah it's really cool it, it is very comic booky it's very cartoony but it's done so well i mean this yeah. is what we wanted right i mean this is star wars
4: oh, yeah. i get mean to they're not the like reinventing the wheel they're just doing a really good job at it just a brand mm. new
0: rancor monster i mean really is what it is and it's just really glorious so cheers to noah i am drinking my uh my hop tea here this is a magnum one green On tea hop tea so it is brewed with hops, and as everyone knows in the Star Wars Friends podcast, they call it pond water. So cheers to the egg water for a frog lady bathing with eggs. Yep. That's what's uh, that's what I'm drinking right now, which is better somebody, than the dark melon, I think.
4: Somebody mm. made a good point earlier. She really should have had a better lock for that thing. Yes. I mean, Seriously. She made a big deal Stop, about how it's the last chance for her bloodline, and then you just pop the top and start eating frog lady caviar like it's they looked uh they kind of reminded
3: me of like if you've been to um the avatar land and i'm sh- i know they're in galaxy's edge
4: the little yeah, boba sure. balls in the bottom of drinks Oh yeah, yeah when you're drinking, a, that's you're a killer drink balls.
3: Uh, you
2: know that's a they- killer
4: drink in pandora too by the way it is it, you know it is
2: you know what they reminded me of did you guys when you were like kids make the jello easter eggs and the molds as a kid, like I have a very visceral like we had Not this egg, eggs. It, we had a Jello mold that you would put like the top and bottom on, and then like pour it down in the hole, and you would get these little like pink or like huh. yellow eggs, and they look just like those. Hmm. So now I want to make those. Yeah, got to make them now. Totally. Shh.
1: Speaking of the eggs, I'm kind of um, I'm kind of pissed off at, at Ludwig because twice in this episode he plays this cute like fanciful music when baby yoda is doing something and like both well not so much the second time but the first time i'm like does he want to eat those no the music's too cute he's not he's not about to murder her children (laughs) like and then and then nope yeah no he's eating the eggs and then he played the same music again when he's going through the the spider egg uh like field and i was I was like what are you doing like this is you're not setting you're not you're like lulling me into a false sense of security I mean I guess that this makes sense but like I'm like don't do that play suspenseful music so I know it's coming yeah. I love, yeah, I love right. how he saved one for later yeah that was hilarious <laughs> he, that was he, funny
3: with the sleep he like had one hidden
4: he's like <laughs> spider egg field what a horrific thing
0: yeah it's pretty <laughs> yeah. it's pretty gross it's pretty gross Well, there's a lot to unpack here, and I'm seeing a lot of really good comments in here about all the different things we're seeing. Tim Cole chimes in about the Rocket Pack scene, and we're going to dive into all that. love that. There is so much to break down here, and as we did on last week's React show, we're going to go through some still frames because I don't want to push my luck with Disney. I don't want to push my luck with uh, getting in trouble and playing actual video clips. So we're going to go through this. I if you watched last week, also had issues with getting my photos to load. So bear with me as I get these get these to load here. I'm going to try to get them in order of the episode. So we're going to break down a few things. We see the episode starts off by continuing the last episode where the Mandalorian is riding through Tatooine on the swoop bike. You see Boba Fett's armor. It's really cool. And then you see these scoundrels, Whatever they may be. The one actually looked like he was right out of the Force Awakens. I forget the the species of that character, but it's small like a Jawa. And they are clearly planning a trap for Mandalorian. He's riding through those classic Tatooine valleys, and they're digging a rope, a rope trap to kind of, I don't know, disengage Mando from the swoop. And they were effective. So these scoundrels, they Pull the rope right at the last second, and then the Mandalorian, the child, Boba Fett's armor. Um, which, by the way, once again, just want to remind: um, Boba Fett's armor flies off of the swoop bike, and these scoundrels go ahead and they start they start going after the child. I think the ones like, "Yo, get the child," which is scary, and you're like, "Oh, damn! They're still they're still uh, going after him." But one of the funniest things happened. Mando, of course, takes care of business. We know Always. that. We know that. We know the fight choreography is at an all-time high in The Mandalorian. This is some of the best fight scenes I've seen period outside of Marvel movies. And he he obviously dismantles the three heavy scoundrels but then that weird little creature and I got to look to see what that species is. I probably knew it at one point in time. But this the little creature has the child by vibroblade point holding the the knife up to mm. the child. And Mando, quick thinking, is like, "Yo, dude, there's something that we can do because, oh, actually, I know what that. The creature was on Jakku, was riding that creature that that captured BB-8. That's the same yeah. species. So they clearly are Junkers, like Jawas. He has no respect for anybody. No respect. And so the Junker Mando probably knows this is a Junker species. He's like, "Yo, man, I have something that might be valuable to you." And then the guy's like, burr, 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 and then. It's clearly about <laughs> the jetpack. Holy <laughs> shit, was that hilarious! Hot, the, man, little, the little creature runs off of the jetpack. Mando was totally confident, he knows what's happening, presses those few buttons on his gauntlet. And, dude, one of the funniest scenes so far in The Mandalorian just the guy just like zooms up in the air in the jetpack. Could you imagine just like holding on to a jetpack and it just like <laughs> launches? inexplicably and then like he just plops on the ground like dude that was hilarious that was one of my that was one of my favorite mandalorian scenes maybe ever yet that's classic star wars humor and then of course the jetpack just neatly falls back down to tatooine and then plops over like r2d2 in tatooine right like when the jawa (laughs) shot him it's the same it's poetry it rhymes right I, I I i don't know what
4: that i don't know what that little tito thing thought was gonna happen once he gave the child back though that was so dumb like he had i mean even if he didn't get launched up into the sky he was clearly just gonna get killed (laughs) like once he turned over the baby it was was very dumb very very yes tiernan
0: yes (laughs) that's (laughs) yes and then uh tebow was an ewok tebow is a a quality ewok but this was a tito that is correct that is tito that little tiny little creature um so anyway, all right. So now I can share a photo. Yay! We can get into some screenshots here. So Mando has to collect his things and walk into town. Has this, uh, and it's kind of hard to see. Let me see if I can zoom in here on this photo because this is really cool. So you can see that the child <laughs> and Boba He's Fett. So
2: strong. The armor <laughs>
0: is so strong. Walking through the desert of Tatooine with this uh, really inventive—I mean, smart, smart pack here—has all his items on there, and walks from God knows where in the desert into Moss Eisley Cantina, and there's actually a name. I saw the name for it's like Brunel's Cantina now. It's B R U N H A L. Brunel's Cantina,
4: and we. This looks like. Just like like a wandering samurai or like a, yeah, a old completely. west movie where they where he's lost his horse and he's got his saddlebags over his shoulders wandering through like the. It, what is that? I walk the, through the, the
2: desert on a horse with no name. It's got that Ooh. vibe to it.
0: Yes. Yes. So this was uh, this is pretty cool. Did you guys I mean, yeah, I definitely got the wandering samurai vibe. Um, did you appreciate the moss Eisley at night? I loved it. I thought that was super cool. Very um, cool. Different scene, a, a good, a different perspective of it. We of course have these cuties. This is what I meant to play before. This is from the, the aftermath. This is when they're watching Tito fly up on the jetpack. That it, scene
1: is really cute when he went so running cute. up to him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so cute. I uh, love it. So the very amount
2: fun. of violence that child has seen.
4: So much there violence. There was two jetpacks too. That's another thing. It's like, well,
0: well did it ever cross your mind that maybe he was cool with losing the jetpack because he had Boba Fett's jetpack and was going to and take Boba Fett's jetpack yeah, as part of his arm? He
2: knew what he was doing. Well,
0: let me have fun with the Boba Fett jetpack. That's
2: I kind no, of there's, I like there's toys. no fun with Boba Fett. Yes, there's tons of fun.
0: No. Boba Fett is tons of fun. That is actually canon. Um, don't don't tweet at me. All right, so now we have my favorite character in all of the Mandalorian. We're going to pull this, this bad MFR up here. Let's show them off. Yeah, baby. Dr. Man. Mandible. Mandible. Oh, I love this dude. Look at those
4: mandibles.
0: I am so happy that this is in a <laughs> star Wars, Disney plus live action series. Like this is where they went with it. This is exactly where they went with it. Is Dr. Mandible playing Sabak with Pelimato? And I am just so absolutely happy with this. Um, any thoughts on Dr. Mandible besides my excitement? Is anyone not like Dr. Mandible?
1: It I wondered reminds, if he was a Killick, but. It, it reminds
4: me of the animatronic ant thing from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody's ever seen the yep. uh, Rick yep. Moranis classic. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Of, of course. Do you remember the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Uh, yes. Was it? Was it at, no, the uh, the amusement park. Was it at Disney? Well, there's, um, a, the there's, a 3D, there's a there's a 3d there's a 3d
4: attraction at disney world mm-hmm. not the uh-huh. disney nerd With the big but. lego piece and the big ant and yeah
0: okay okay yeah, Chris yeah i might I not have seen
3: it though kid. he hates 80s movies so i do i, I don't I don't. Do. Yeah.
0: I don't like that movie yeah. <laughs> uh
4: so it's not as good as the muppets 3d anyway so
3: <laughs> fair enough
0: disproportionate dr mandible yeah i mean massive uh massive creature here so after we so all right, so here's all the reading. He goes to the cantina to find Pelimoto because he needs to get off of the off of the planet to go search for for more Mandalorians. That's a whole deal here. So, Pelly's engaged in a game of sabacc with Doctor Mandible. He fronts Doctor Mandible's uh, cards uh, or his bet, his wager, so that he gets information on where to find Mandalorians because somehow Doctor Mandible knows where Mandalorians are. I love it. Of course, Dr. Mandible does. And Dr. Mandible, of course, loses to the idiots array and still gives the information anyway. So now we're on a journey to a water planet.
2: I have a Dr. Mandible comment though. Let's do it. Do you know what that was supposed to be like an end joke about? I do not. The director directed Ant-Man.
0: So, yeah, I see Norhals and that's Peyton Reed. Yes. And I, I got a couple text messages about Peyton Reed today, and I forgot to write down the notes, but yeah, I did receive a couple text messages from my friends about Peyton Reed reminding me to talk about Ant-Man. I totally forgot.
2: Sorry. Yes. So I think that speaking, was just a, like, a funny little like
4: nod. Speaking of directors, does who was the other director with um or was it a director? Who was the <laughs> other pilot with uh with oh, Wolf Paul. there?
2: Um the, oh, yeah.
4: I just want to. I
0: just want to give a shout out to Josh Laws here for a Space Ghost reference <laughs> on the Star Wars Friends <laughs> podcast. Uh, very cool about that. Those the coast other pilot was Carson coast, Peva. Baby, um, the
3: I other don't know pilot who... was Paul Sun Hyung Lee. Yeah, it was
2: amazing. Yeah, yeah, well, that was cool. That was a cool scene. So um and he's a huge star wars fan and like 501st member so that was really cool oh really yeah you should look up his story he's like he's been wanting to be in a star wars for a really long time so it was really like an awesome payoff to see him finally get to be in a star wars
0: oh that is that's even cooler i love it I'll, I'll put it
2: in the group chat so you. Guys yeah can. He's done
0: a
3: lot of stuff it's all like smaller roles but he's done a ton of stuff like his resume is big okay mm. That's
0: cool. That was, all right, well, that's that a, was fun a cameo fact. everyone yeah, so it was, was excited The return for. of
3: Director Squadron, or yes. part of Director Squadron. Very excited yeah. about
0: that. What's his last Trapper? name?
3: Wolf what? Tra-
4: oh, Trapper uh, Wolf. Trapper there Wolf. Trapper Wolf. Yeah.
0: Trapper Wolf dude. I actually thought about that out of nowhere earlier today. I was like, hell yeah, Filoni. Trapper Wolf coming back. I love that.
3: We got a runner. Um,
0: so, <laughs> so, all right. Here we go. Peli defeats Dr. Mandible in Sabak and... Now they are now the Mandalorian is in search of other Mandalorians and goes back to what the hangar and yeah, goes back to Pelly's hangar where Pelly's like, Yo, like we need this per no, that's what it was. Dr. Manuel said that he had an informant that yeah, knew he's about got a person other. going to
4: tell him where the Mandalorians are, and mm-hmm. she said, The catch is you got to take the frog lady with you and her spawn. Yeah
0: yeah so that's what it was so pelly had this like backdoor backroom conversation comes back out it's like yo i met your i met your ferry your your passenger and i can vouch for this person like i'm totally all in you can trust this person and then mando's like okay cool and then pelly's like but um there's these caveats well i thought uh, caviar? it was funny.
2: caviar,
4: <laughs> caviar. Well, that too i woo-hoo. I thought it was funny because she's like the great thing is uh, it's free minus a little finder's fee and he's like well what's the what's the not great thing and she goes no nothing it's all great it's all great but clearly <laughs> that's right not, not all great <laughs> that's
0: right and uh, one of the caveats was you couldn't use hyperspace so you couldn't uh, you couldn't kill the
4: eggs man for yep, reasons.
0: And uh, but this water planet is very close. It's in the same system. Mando, of course, was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do this because of space pirates and and bounty hunters. They're after me."
4: And of course, the new Republic by going fast, yeah. But
0: so here is the character that shows up with uh, with Pelimano, the sweet little frog lady, which is actually called Frog Lady. There is no character name. This is played by by the same
2: wonderful person. Who played Cooley? Are you serious? Yeah, it's Misty. Very
0: cool, very cool. I will listen. This is one of the best Star Wars costumes I've ever seen. This it is reminds me far. of the
2: caretakers.
0: Yes, that's what I, I thought. Of, I, miss, I uh, thought I really thought it was a caretaker at first, and then uh, I mean, it's not. But
2: maybe the caretakers are like toads and Frog lady is a frog, so like they're cousins, they're same amphibians, but they're like they're not same.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they look very similar. This this costume is just absolutely bonkers. Like, this is so The fingers good.
2: and everything.
0: Yeah. Whoever's doing the costume in you know, a Mandalorian needs to win whatever awards that are given. I mean, this is like, this is next level stuff. So this is Frog Lady. And Frog Lady, like, without a doubt, Frog Lady just, like, gets on the ship. Like, there is no hesitation. She just, like... Like, Jumps right up there. And then if you notice, the child is, like, right on Frog Lady's tail. Like, clearly... He was hungry,
4: and he's been eating frogs for the entirety of this season. Or series.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, this is Gary Widow. Very proud to be a Star Wars friend. You are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hey, this is Dominie Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Happy to be your Star Wars friend. You're listening to the Star Wars Friend Show.
2: Hi, this is Delilah S. Dawson, your Star Wars friend, and you are listening to the Star Wars Friends Podcast. <laughs>
3: I'm Jason Pry. Thanks for
1: listening to Star Wars Friends Podcast. Hi, this is Kevin Kiner, composer for Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. I'm happy to be a Star Wars friend.
4: be an angel for a helpless baby yoda every day baby yoda is chased by bounty hunters and abused by scout troopers and he's crying out for help please click the subscribe button on your screen and join the star wars friends with a monthly gift right now for only 60 calamari flan a month you'll help rescue baby yoda from their abusers and provide food shelter jedi training and beskar armor subscribe now and follow us on twitter in the next 30 minutes to receive this tweet with a gift of Baby Yoda, who's been given a second chance thanks to you.
1: Some comfort here. You're in the arms of the angel. May you
0: find
1: some comfort
4: here. Baby Yoda needs our help. So please, Subscribe, rate, and review right away.
1: We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Star Wars Friends podcast. Subscribe to the Star Wars Friends for weekly episodes featuring the latest news, in-depth analysis, fan questions, and conversation on all things Star Wars. If you're enjoying the Star Wars Friends, please leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And make it a great one. Now
0: back to the Star Wars friends. Uh, Sean says baby Yoda, clearly more lethal than eggs in hyperspace. Clearly, yes, yes. That is hilarious. And I really love uh, I really love Frog Lady. I didn't like Frog Lady at first, and now I'm like super stoked about Frog Lady. Oh, yeah. So we are now in we are now in space and you know. We Mando's clearly trying to get to this planet as quickly as possible. And who shows up? Not the bounty hunters, not the scoundrels. Who do you think is going to show up? None other than what we've already said, Director Squadron. The The Trapper Wolf and Carson Peva. Uh, Carson Peva is the character's name. And how cool is it to see X-Wings in Mandalorian? Awesome. Love an X-Wing. Man, so cool. And you can tell that if if you remember to season one in the preview for season one, Favreau talked about how they were using the gimbal shots to get, uh, to use live action models in a lot of these shots. You can totally tell these X-Wings are live action, uh, or they're actual models. They're not CGI. And if you go back and watch the episode, you can see some of the movements. It's very clear, like done on a gimbal, which is super awesome. That is like old school techniques that they're using. And they're having this friendly banter back and forth. Now, these are new Republic X-wings and they are demanding to have the transponder turned on and they already knew the ship's name was razor Crest, So I was kind of curious, like, like, how did they know it was a Razorcrest? I think it's if, like, you
2: know, when you get pulled over, the police can run your plates and they know your name already. So I feel like there's some like system log somewhere that they can just like run the code plates, on the back the of the ship or plates. something. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, there's markings on the ship. They're probably all logged.
1: That's true. Josh what you got? It, it, it's it was kind of sad to me that the the new republic has been like basically reduced to being like traffic cops in space. Yeah. Like this totally felt like like that like uh razor crash you uh you got a tail light out we're going to need you to pull over like <laughs> you know. Yeah. They
2: totally yeah. yeah they, were,
4: they were they were literally checking him for warrants. I mean, that, yeah. That, yeah. That,
2: yeah. <laughs> and he had him.
4: <laughs> he definitely, he, definitely I
2: mean, he did. still came, and yeah. they're like, he hey, was
4: riding so dirty. That's it's on it. It's true. He was riding dirty. He
0: to to, to Mando's credit, he did play it much cooler than the uh, Martez sister who was flying through the New Republic or the Old Republic uh, space lanes on Coruscant. Right. If you remember that episode right. of The Spice Girls, um, so Mando was definitely ice cold in that scene, but he knew terrible that, liar, terrible terrible liar. Yes, no Han Solo. And this was uh this was cool. So, you know, Felloni Trapper Wolf, he just says something like, Hey, uh, switch over to channel two. And they go to radio silence, and all of a sudden the the X foil, they the mm-hmm. foils open up and you're like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, and I just got goosebumps reliving that moment. Tab goes, what uh, does that mean? And I go, you know what it means. Oh yeah. That's yeah, a test position, a- baby. Go time. Totally. So that was super cool. And Of course, this is where we get that space chase that Lauren, our good friend Lauren, uh, had had remarked here in the chat, that space chase was sweet. Now, there was a comment made by Filoni, Trapper Wolf, who was like, yeah, that hunk of junk's not going to hold up an atmosphere. And then Mando is like struggling to get that ship like righted in that atmosphere. That was really cool. You get Pedro Pascal. Okay, one thing I've observed already in two episodes this season, more dialogue, more acting more like physical acting and mm-hmm. less brooding, less tough guy, less menacing. This is, you're getting more emotion out of the character. And you can tell that when he's going through atmosphere, like, though, like it's real, like it, it feels good. So, um, that was fun. I just want to tell Lauren that I gave a shout out to the Martez sisters last week, Kyle, oh, you missed it. I, uh, I said, I was coming around to the Martez sisters, AKA spice girls. um, so we chase the Mando. These New Republic X wings chase Mando into the thought, ice planet.
4: And I thought when he like cut the the engines out and dropped straight down through the the so clouds cool. was that like a sick move. Yeah, yes, that was killer. And there's a lot of really good spaceship moves in
1: Star Wars, but it was that like was a really uh, good one. It was like Ma- Ma- Mandalorian episode uh, ten, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh, God. I'm now, you not know- bored with the fast and furiousness, but <laughs> yes, I guess.
0: So you know it's a crazy ass move when this is the <laughs> uh this is the subtitle. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was hilarious. I mean, that's also Rab like, and Front. Yeah. That's been me all week.
0: <laughs> he says hold on. He, he literally says hold on. And can I just say
2: that Den had so many fantastic like one-liners in this episode. <laughs> the one yeah. at the end is like my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. You'll
2: yes. be dead. Sweet dreams. Like, they,
3: don't <laughs> this, have the, they don't have the oh shit handle in the razor crest. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The one no, up here. Yes. Like, I need the oh shit handle uh, in there.
4: This <laughs> screenshot here looks like Yoda falling off the handstand. Yes. Like, yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. This was such a fun scene. And everything about the interplay of Frog Lady Amanda is just great. Uh, He gets so front – yeah, too. I think we talked about earlier on the show where he's trying to talk Huttese. Like, Mm. dude, that is just hilarious. I I really love this episode. That's about right with
3: some glass packs on the back. Seriously,
2: (laughs) that is a perfect description.
0: Yes. Now, I don't have any screenshots, unfortunately, because – it's very limited to pull some of these things off the internet the day of the show. Disney obviously doesn't like their stuff being used without permission, and they're not really trying to show a lot here. But they tra- they crash into this ice planet, and they- it's a really incredible scene where they're going through valleys, and Mando kind of pulls a trick maneuver, goes through a tunnel, and then crashes through a cave floor. Now, he is, like, buried. He is toast in this ice, ice cavern, and the X-Wings are long gone. They couldn't find him. So, wouldn't you know, the Razor Crest is all super damaged. Worse than the Millennium Falcon was at the end of Solo. It's shocking, uh, really. It was super beat up. Kyle, what you got, man?
4: This was very... And Lauren in the chat said about she felt all the Rebels vibes, and there were tons of Rebels things in this episode. but so many. The fall through the ice and then getting stuck in like the ice cavern underneath was with a monster creature, a different kind of monster creature, but that was just like when uh Zeb and and um Callus had that mm-hmm. that storyline in Rebels was the it, it yep. reminded me of that immediately.
0: Yeah, it's very cartoony. Very cartoony. And and we'll get we'll get into this, uh, another Rebels connection here in, in just a moment. So they're in the bottom of this ice cave and the and I wish I had a screenshot of it, the razor crest is all ripped up. I mean it is. The whole, as he said, the hole lost its integrity, has a giant three three meter wide hole. I mean, just missing panel, just gone
4: in the in not, the hole. Not what you want to see in your spaceship.
0: No, no, not, not when you need to break atmosphere. It's really he, wild. he kept
4: saying it, it's lost its integrity, which is what he said about his um <laughs> his uh armor. <laughs> oh, wow, a needles
0: <laughs> reference here. <laughs> okay, I like it. Um <laughs> So, of course, the hole is broken, and by this time, the child is already eating a couple eggs. And let's see, let me pull this up. you got this is awesome. This is so much fun. Let me look at this child because the child before this, I guess I didn't even mention this. Frog lady was up in the cockpit with Mando. Child was down in the um, in the hole with these eggs. And I do have a photo of it here. Of course, it's mislabeled. Let's see here. Eating eggs is the title of this photo.
2: Uh. If anybody wants a really, is. if anyone wants a really bad joke, you have to message me on DMs because
0: I don't like know. bad how, like bad how.
2: It's a funny egg joke. Let me oh. just
0: say, egg jokes. There we go.
2: <laughs> so it's excellent.
0: Aha, <laughs> aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So can't, here is can't be worse
4: than that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, uh, don't John's don't op-
4: tell them it's not ilum, longtime listener. They'll they'll act like you peed in their Cheerios.
0: Right. So here we are. With the caviar. The the little the eggs here and this is so much fun and we're crashed now. Okay, I just wanted to show this photo. This is what the this is what the child's doing. So eating eggs and the whole lost yeah, awesome If you integrity- thought swallowing
4: a live frog whole was delicious, wait until you try an unborn frog egg.
1: <laughs> Brandon's right on right on point here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> the- god. oh my god, gross. This episode was gross enough without it. the eggs oh, being like an apple. Gross.
0: <laughs> so Mando's basically done. He's like, yeah, I I can't fix this. There's nothing I can do. It's going to get dark and it's going to get super cold. So he tries to go to sleep. And then all of a sudden is woken up by none other than our friend from season one, Zero, the, the killer droid. And what a cool moment where the where frog lady is communicating through the transponder or the, the communicating device of zero, which is great. It's a protocol droid. So of course that the protocol droid is going to know how to speak frog. Yeah, lady. I love that. And it's in, it's in zero's voice, which is super creepy, super cool. And Mando's like freaked out. I mean, he just woke up from a cold sleep and <laughs> was like woken up to this. And mind you, he just battled a crate dragon and he's very tired and yeah. wakes up
2: like, this, this so. poor man like if you think about how much he's gone through he probably hasn't actually slept since he left like Tatoo- like landed at Tatooine and then went out to Mos Pelago and then went on the cray Dragon thing and then walked all the way through the <laughs> desert and then got on a ship and he's like hey I'm gonna nap <laughs>
0: Right, <laughs> just needs a little bit of sleep. Ten minutes. I mean, yeah. in her
4: defense, she is trying to ensure the continuation of her bloodline. And this is the last opportunity.
0: And he gets that. And he gets that. So That's she tells him that through through zero, and he gets it. So then, oh, here's Ross. I just missed this one here. Um, egg jokes from <laughs> Shell Shock. Yeah, uh, love it. Uh, <laughs> <ba-dum->
2: <laughs> you really love so, it. over easy.
0: Oh, so um, so here we are. So mando's like all right yeah i get it to kyle's point mando gets that he's got to help the survival of the species but he also has his mission where he has to find another mandalorian so he gets out of the hole and tries to repair it and then of course our cute little friend the child just he's like making this noise he's like and how vocal was the child this episode
2: more noises than we've
0: ever heard yeah Mm -hmm.
2: more than we say no
0: <laughs> More than we've ever heard, the child coo and and make little cute noises. But then the child's like, "Yo, hey, come, come look! Like, there's something going on. He's and trying he's to in get the well? his attention. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's but so first, what's that but
2: first? Can we talk about the fact that Den was like, "Come over here and like be useful and help me work on the ship"? Like, <laughs> so an absolute dad move. Like, you know, the father that's like looking into like the baby's cradle and he's like, "Is it going to pay rent?" <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that was totally, that was totally that moment. I love that very much.
2: Same, Sean, yeah. same.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, same. I'll agree, Sean. I like that. Um, So he's like, no, man, like, what are you doing? Like, w- there's nothing over here. And sure enough, he turns on his infrared scope on the, the helmet and sees the footprints of Frog Lady who disappeared into a ominous ice cavern. I don't know if I would be brave enough to do that on an alien planet, but Frog Lady is fearless and gives no Fs. And we find we kind of go through where frog lady is she's in a amazing looking um hot (laughs) hot spring (laughs) wow i mean it looked fantastic you imagine being in a cold like it's like iceland where it's chilly and and cold and then you have those hot springs that you can just hang out in frog lady was living large had all of her spawn in the in the hot spring keeping them warm ma'am. oh cold there I mean, it was very risque, by the way. So if you are a PG-13 I know, audience,
2: we got naked Frog time, I mean.
0: That might be a first in Star Wars. Um, <laughs> so uh, family-friendly, that's all I'm saying, family-friendly. And uh, uh. But, but it was a funny scene, and Mando was like, yo, dude, you got to get back to the ship. This is crazy, <laughs> and starts collecting the eggs and putting them back into the um, totally unlocked Easy access rubber made container. Yeah. And no child locks has. on that. No ch- not, not child proof at all. No. They gotta no. work. It's a on flip-top it. lib. It, it's irresponsible. It's almost as effective as the razor crest security system. i uh, that's I'm actually sure why they can't right. go to hyperspace because of the lid.
4: It'll just flop <laughs> open and they'll fly out. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: right. It's such an easy problem to solve. <laughs>
0: that's so right. funny. Uh, so Mando's collecting the eggs, and of course, our good, our good friend the child wanders away, waddles away. Super cute. And we
4: start starving. Yeah. So
0: hungry. So so hungry. (laughs) But we see all of these very weird little shapes, like round shapes coming off of the ground. And if you are, to Josh's point early in the episode, a fan of aliens, this was an homage of aliens. So here's the thing. In two weeks of The Mandalorian, we get tremors, we get arachnophobia, and we get aliens. I mean, what else can we
3: Living
2: get? Living that 80s theme, so may- that life right so now.
3: remember, season one, it was like all comedians. You had yeah. comedians on every episode. Maybe this season is all horror movies.
2: I'm into it. I'll take it. Give it to me.
3: I mean, we got a little bit of a kind of a taste of it with the prison episode in season one. Yeah. So maybe this, maybe the, they're like, oh, let's just do a whole season of all horror movie theme things. So let's see what they go next. I am
2: so here for 80s and 90s horror films to be brought to The Mandalorian. They're doing them well.
0: They're They're doing really well. Yeah. I I really enjoy this and I can't wait to watch this episode again. I'm very excited, but of course he's still hungry. Child's still hungry. So So he dives right into that uh, ice Suga and kind of gets into that very sticky, nasty spider egg, pulls out that little baby spider. And he has the damnedest time trying to eat that thing. It was disgusting. Um,
2: Can I just say, this is why you should never tell your child no about one thing, because they'll just find another alternative of what to stick <laughs> their mouth on next. Good point. Literally, he was like, oh, so I can't eat those eggs? I'll just go find other eggs.
0: Good point. And
2: that the is, child's oh shit moment.
0: That is super well,
3: it just, yeah It just teaches you that as a parent, you need to have a, your head on a swivel mm-hmm. so, so that they're not putting, because like, our six-month-old will put stuff in her mouth all the time. And they're so, so fast. Cool. Right, and they're pretty quick. You turn your head, and they're they're doing it. So
0: so we got this ice Suga with the spider Suga or whatever. Uh, you think the Jawas would eat that egg? You think they would get that excited about that egg? I mean, that's... Would you?
3: Mm-mm.
0: I won't. I, I mean, with really anyone... Hungry. Does anyone actually still want to go back and eat the Suga? Like, would you Would you? The hairy mudhorn
4: in? egg looks like it could make a delicious omelet.
2: It's like a Cadbury yep. egg. Yeah, I was like, that's it looks a like a Cadbury
3: egg. <laughs> Cadbury egg.
4: Uh, fun. Gr- green spider egg. Ah, That's nasty. No, thank you. That's nasty. You can buy your own Suga
0: egg though. On celebration, the celebration store, star Wars celebration merch has its own Suga plush, which is hilarious. Hmm. I don't know if I'm going to buy it though. Um, but here we are. So child eating the, the spider egg. And then all of a sudden it's got the hive mind, right? It's connected to all the other eggs. And then all of a sudden it starts rumbling and there's literally hundreds of spiders in the same cavern. And then turns out to be thousands. They emerge from their disgusting little eggs and everyone rightfully so is like absolutely terrified. Awesome moment. And what come charging over the, over the another cavern is a giant spider like they just progressively get larger and more frightening now i have a lot of photos of these spiders but i really want to show a couple here before we show what was on the show so number one this spider comes from a ralph McQuarrie sketch if you're not familiar with ralph McQuarrie, this is basically the visual architect of what we know Uh, Star Wars George Lucas worked with Ralph McQuarrie to design all the original concept artwork for the first trilogy. Um, And this spider right here is what we see not only in this episode, the passenger, but we also see it in star Wars rebels. So this is the McQuarrie sketch. Let me go ahead and pull up the, the rebels photo here and you can do a little comparison of the three. Um, What did you guys think of the spiders? Gross.
2: Why couldn't it have been Follow the Butterflies?
1: Pergil. Could have been some Pergil. I'll I'll freak out if we see some Pergil in the show. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. So
0: here's the Rebels spider. Very similar to the Macquarie Mm -hmm. spider. Obviously, we don't get to see all the eggs that were laid here, but you do see them in in rebels, I'm pretty
4: sure they were all the exact same size, too. They
0: were. They definitely them. were. Mm-hmm.
4: No, but that you know, right, was also yeah. a totally ones, different planet.
3: Right. And I think the ones in the cave, the eggs obviously were newborns, but the ones that came out of the cave were bigger. Like They, uh, right. they didn't, they didn't they come out of the eggs. The bigger sizes. ones came out of the cave. Look at that sucker. And, right. and started to chase. Right. And then the really huge mama one came through the ceiling. But, yeah, that is nasty. Look at that sucker. So. That. Okay.
0: So Mando, naked frog lady, gets changed real quick. Oh, and she snatched but her clothes with her she tongue. She
3: snatched her clothes with her tongue. That was <laughs> <That's> awesome. <right. laughs> she was like, oh,
0: shit. That's right. That was funny. That was good. <laughs> and then uh, they're all getting the hell out of there. There's was blaster fire like crazy. Uh, there's a really great scene where Mando kind of like arms his flamethrower, and you get to see the little pilot light, which is super cool, and then just l- like – You don't get to see it, which I love, but you know what happens. He just sets fire to, you know, hundreds of these spiders and they eventually get to the ship. They crawl through that, that tunnel or the hole that was put in the, the hole of the, the razor crest and they make their way up into the cockpit. Now I lost track of the child in this moment. I didn't know where the child was at this moment, um, but they eventually – they get revealed that they were in the cockpit, Frog Lady and the Child. So there's this great horror scene, very Walking Dead-esque, where all of cool. these spiders are starting to, like, try to go through the, the, the doors of the cockpit. And he is just firing. He's just blasting. And there are spiders that make it inside the cockpit. We get revealed that Frog Lady has this tiny little, like, lipstick pistol that's just like – like a like a Haldo type pistol, noisy cricket. Yeah, like a noisy
3: cricket <laughs> yes. pulls out noisy the noisy cricket.
4: cricket. Yes.
0: That is totally a noisy. looks like something
4: oh. Padme would carry when she was on like a, <laughs> yes. a sketchy diplomatic mission.
2: Oh, that's so funny. Um, and she had really good aim. Let's like oh my god, praise her for that. She shot three off oh, from she, around she, the She, child. William
4: told him right off the top of his head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Uh, very cool. You see the child's face, very cute. And Mando's like, what? Like, you got a blaster? Okay, let's do this. And then he gets his flamethrower back out and just totally lights these spiders up, close the cockpit door, and then you're like, how do they get out of this? How do they get out of this? They are surrounded by the most terrifying spiders. Uh, Man, oh, I didn't mention that that giant spider I had up on screen just a few seconds ago. Mando thought that he lost him. He like blew him up with some thermal detonators and thought that that giant spider was gone for good. And that was, not, came
2: the, back. <laughs> that was
0: not the case. Now, Lauren uh, poses a question here. Anyone else here, Django? And. I heard Django's blaster last season. I was definitely noticeable last season. That same sound effect that you hear from Django's blaster. I did not notice that in this episode, but I will definitely go back and listen to it. Just like listening for Boba Fett spurs. And, um, <laughs> I'll just leave this up here for a second. Goodbye. Oh, oh, Maggie's gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna keep that graphic going forever, and
2: you know it's gonna get us kicked off, just like Beaumont.
0: No, I don't know if anything's as deadly as Beaumont. Beaumont has proven to be a, a, a show killer uh, and a movie killer. Anyway, um, so the we think that the spider's gone. It's not. It totally is back, and it like it totally just like where, where do I have it? I have it somewhere here. I think I. I have the photo of the spider. Spider's mouth
2: was horrifying. Boom!
0: Just drops right on mm. the razor crest here.
4: Yeah, Star Wars loves that like multiple rows of teeth thing. You see it all the time. in
2: it's like the Sarlacc features. pit too. Yeah.
4: yeah, and the the crate dragon, sandworm, sand everything. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: Or the yeah.
0: I mean, didn't Lucas go back and put extra teeth in the Sarlacc? I mean, there was never. I mean.
3: He added the beak.
0: I know that the beak was there. And I thought he added extra teeth too. You mm-hmm. have teeth are disgusting. Um, <laughs> so this spider is smashed. The already smashed razor crest. This thing is taking a beating dude. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, he already had to put it together. Like it was totally disassembled by the Jawas had to rebuild it with Khalil or Quill. And what do you think the, the ghost of Quill thinks right now? I mean, he is probably not too happy about this. And you think all hope is lost all of a sudden some blaster fire happens and it is none other than our good friends the new republic uh pilots trapper who wolf. yeah trapper wolf and carson peva i got i was only able to pull this shot here i know i could not find one of filoni but here is um and what's this dude's name it was uh his his actual name paul paul okay yeah. Um so this he plays a character Carson pevin they're just blasting I love that rifle that's a classic Star Wars uh rifle I don't remember the actual model name but that is definitely uh seen in in other films and in empire in empire yep and I believe also return of the Jedi the battle uh the endor battle the ground battle um so this is a this is definitely a rebel rifle and they blast all the uh the spiders away and then Jaren's like, what is going on? He heads out and he just slowly walks up to these new Republic uh, pilots who, and they aren't firing on him. They're just firing at the the spiders. Kyle, what you got?
4: Well, one, I loved those, the sound effects. I knew it was the X-wings as soon as I started, as soon as I oh, heard yeah. it, you know, as soon as the big one died, I, I loved hearing that the X-wing blasters and the rifle blasters. But the, did anybody else think that this was like, kind of weird like why would these pilots land and save him just to be like Peace out. Yeah, we kind of should arrest you, but you're also kind of good, so I <laughs> it guess. It was weird. It, right. Yeah. It it washes know. out. It kind of so. felt like
2: once again like the classic western thing of like trying to capture the the bad guy but he's done something good, you know, we found out that you, you know, you're actually not a bad person and you've helped us in the past, we'll let you go. It's that whole like western trope. Of like mm-hmm. honor I mean, before I, crime. I get why
4: they would decide to let him go because even though he's like a, a rogue or whatever, he, he has a heart of gold. I, I get all that, but like, why did they come back just to tell him? Maybe they saw that. and then leave him there to die with right. his broken. I did down, wonder why they left
2: cut open ship. ship. I was like, y'all. Because he even really said,
4: really "Why good. don't you come help me fix my ship?" And they're like, "Yeah, yep, we're good." So like, <laughs> we'll save him. you. We'll save right. you from the giant spider monsters so you can die of exposure over the course of a week Bye. like i I just didn't really understand (laughs) it 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 wasn't like
3: they were down in the hole for 20 minutes they had to have been down there for half a day maybe a a, day oh at least at least so these dudes were flying around trying to find this ship for half a day to a day maybe two like and then
4: half half rescued him just to say Eh, we're gonna let you go. Like was, I did, I, did not, I didn't really on. understand.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, maybe yeah. it was just like, "Yo, we're on to you. Be careful." It was just that warning. But you're right. I mean, they're definitely gonna be in play at some later point in time. Maybe, maybe not those pilots. Maybe the other half of director squadron. But uh, the new republic is on to Mando. Is definitely on to Mando. I want to. So Lauren Romo put it in here. This is interesting. It's the last time we see the Razor Crest to clarify. After the next episode, as we see it in the trailer, it barely makes it. Yeah, we finally get that shot that we saw in the preview of a just totally beat down Razor Crest. It is. How the hell is this thing space worthy?
2: Oh, we see it again. Isn't it in the background of the second trailer when Mando's walking with the child towards um, grief? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, we'll have to get then. back to Navarro. Yeah. yeah, I
4: think the, I think the, the crest is, is like a, a part of his kid. I think it's gonna always be fixed up. I'd It'll be, be surprised if he ever lost it.
2: It's like the Millennium Falcon. Like yeah, you beat totally. it up, you fix it up. You don't like trade in it in for a new ship.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's taking a bigger beating in my opinion than the Falcon. Uh, when, when, when Han Solo calls the Falcon the, the hunk of junk. I mean, the Razor Crest is clearly the actual hunk. Okay, hey, she's thunk. got it where it counts. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> so the new Republic fighters, they, the pilots, they save, they save Din Djarin. They take off split Din Djarin does a couple, just, I guess, minor repairs and seals up the cockpit. So it has some integrity, which is an interesting move. Wouldn't I just didn't even think about that. That makes sense and takes it back up into atmosphere and the last shot we see in the episode is the beaten down Razor Crest heading towards their destination of that water planet. Yeah.
4: Yeah, he basically line. says, uh, "Use the bathroom because we're going to be locked yeah. in the cockpit, and this is not going to be that pleasant."
2: <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about <laughs> Din calling it the privy when yeah. literally? I thought cannon, that was fresher. funny
4: too. And, but last I episode.
2: Thought- Tiernan and I were talking about this like last episode. He was like – he called something like a flight of fancy basically or something. I'm like, I love a man that uses like old English.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, have been,
3: I
4: have been quested. I've been quested. Yeah, quested. That <laughs> was I have so been weird. I quested to so, deliver this a, child to its What a Fight weird anything. verbiage, man.
2: <laughs> love it.
0: So I, I'm very excited. Well, they with would all... do that
4: so we had to buy a new – piece of merchandise That's well, yeah, let's
2: real. they are milk and yeah. mando
4: merch. uh they really are mando monday is deadly
1: i did see the celebration merch, merch. It's Very mando exciting. heavy yeah. i added, I heavy added up everything i wanted ah. together and um oof, the price i can't walk well, yeah, it it's who's yeah i mean who's gonna
2: get me things i want early just let me know
0: just let me know let us know we'll hook you up um so definitely excited about that celebration merch now speaking of what mando said mando said something else that we glossed over in our react was he told the new republic pilots may the force be with
4: you Mm -hmm.
0: i love it i love it now we got to hear Din. he was trying
4: to play he was trying to like that's like when you're being polite to the cop, you know? He's yes. like, oh, these guys are going to eat this shit up. May the force be with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like,
3: well, I, I think the it. first time we heard that reference, though, was in the first episode with uh, Pelly. She Peli. goes, oh, thank the force. Thank That's the, the force. first time, yeah. I think, in the show that anybody had referenced it as the force. Because mm-hmm. nobody in season one did. So that was kind of cool to finally hear it. And then they re- he reiterated it in this episode. I'm like,
4: okay. You know so when you they know. responded, and and also with you, which is not actually a typical in canon response. <laughs> yes, it's like a silly right. thing I say. It's
0: so <laughs> funny. So that was cool. Are we, are we satisfied with this episode?
2: I loved it. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, I, yeah, it
3: was honestly, good. I, I don't like spiders, but
2: no, I don't like spiders either. But <laughs> honestly, when I finished it, I was like, people are not going to like this episode because they're going to call it a filler episode, but it. The Mandalorian hasn't really had any filler episodes. They all tie together at some point. You get some little kernel. Um, I really thought it was. I thought it was fun. I thought it felt like. I was talking with uh, my friend Arzu on Twitter about how Mandalorian has been really good with world building, mm-hmm. and there was so much about this episode and the previous episode that makes Star Wars feel lived in. Um, which you know, it's the, it's the little things like going to the the cantina after work and like the yes. little. Built-in things that kind of harken back to the prequels, that have that like, um, what Jax's diner and like all those little elements of like city life and country yeah. life, and yeah. this is just another one of those episodes that's like really nailing the the lived-in Star Wars. So that's my long I, rant. I, no,
0: I love it. I love seeing. You're right. I love seeing the cantina scenes. You mentioned the after work at the cantina. That's classic. Now. There was a rumor floating around for a long time prior to the Mandalorian live action show that they were going to do a cantina uh, short story, like a eight par- uh, eight part short story about the cantina on Disney Plus. This was prior to the Mandalorian, and I just I'm here for any cantina shots that they want to do. I'm here for any of that.
2: Does anyone know what species that was? That was at the cantina. It almost looked like a Wookiee, but it wasn't. It had a different face. It was talking to the brunette woman at the bar.
3: Ooh, I have a big to Big white back and look. hairy thing.
2: Yeah, and it was like a beigey brown, like yeah, large. It,
3: I thought it was the same creature as in Rogue One. That had it was a big white woolly kind of thing that had a backpack on. It was it fought on the uh, Rebel side, but I can't. Yeah, I don't know what it was called. Um, but there was one in there, and that's what I thought it was at first. But then
2: it might it have been. looked like the
3: head was wider, so I don't. I don't know what it because was.
2: They've been reusing a lot of creatures from previous. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a, a Gigorin, which is, yeah, it's the white okay. one with the mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So we got a Tito and we got a Gregorin. Mm-hmm. I'm into
4: it. I think someone actually corrected us. On, well, A, I think Tito is like a misnomer because that's clearly the name of the individual, the not the species. But mm-hmm. that somebody corrected us in the chat that, that we were not... Referring to the right thing.
2: Like you mean Tito like the, is the, the why not? Tito
4: is a species? I think
3: it's yeah. Like Tito is a species, species, and then there's Tito.
2: Tito is an Ewok.
4: Yeah.
0: Right. Right. So, but Tito is no, the, the species of a little. I junker. think that's
4: his name because she's like, that's Tito. He he had he doesn't respect anybody. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Yes. Yeah. That's what, no. That's Wikipedia says
1: it's a species. Really? Yeah. It's just yeah. the
2: what was the species last week that went by the Wynock, or. Uh, the bar, the bartender he was he went oh weak way the weak way the yeah, there we go
0: yeah yeah wow. he didn't have a
1: name it was it should have been like earl oh. or like you know so here's a funny thing um the species is tito the name of the individual is also tito, <laughs> <We>
4: <laughs> are tito. Like, <laughs> like you when you're born your mom's like uh just call him in person uh, yeah fine. this is this is human <laughs>
0: uh <laughs> I love Tito. Well, I'm happy that Tito had a uh, beautiful send off on that jetpack. I, I'm very excited with this episode. It definitely is not filler to me. I am probably the first one to, to kind of call out filler episodes or what I think filler episodes are. This is not a filler episode. And Maggie, you said it earlier. I mean, there's so many things that connect. Like last, last season, I thought the Tatooine episode was like a fan service episode. And here we are. It's it's one of the major locations now in the Mandalorian, major location in Star Wars history. And we're starting to see a lot of really great world building come out of this. It's it's really fun seeing this. And yes, uh, an ad ad is always an ad ad. Everybody knows it's an ad ad. always obvious. an ad ad. No, that
1: Never that hurts to reiterate say, it. That doesn't say it, add at it says A T A T, hence the periods. Mm, Gary Whitta, Rogue One architect. No, Gary I'm telling Witta you what Noah is saying. Is T I can I read mean, periods.
4: Hmm, agree to disagree, <laughs> I guess.
2: <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> so, Hi human, human.
4: I'm Josh, human, it's it's human. 2020. The, your reality is just whatever you create, man. It says I'm just telling you it.
1: that I can read this sentence better than you. The periods. <laughs> show that it's not ad at hook yourself up to zero what does zero say
0: um i love this episode i can't wait to see what's in store i do you think that they're gonna go right to the water planet next next episode or are we gonna get like a um are we gonna get like an omera episode or a grief and kara episode i i
4: I think we're kind of assuming it's the water planet because she said it's the species it's a planet where our species can thrive isn't
2: she in the trailer too there's the like somebody lady? with I think somebody with a some sort of like weird it's character. a backpack. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a backpack. Um, but do we think that the next
4: episode is gonna be a grief well, carga well, dune?
2: I think it'll well, be the no, water because planet.
4: that crest is all broken down, they're gonna have to get to the next planet over. Yeah. Right. But you know,
0: like with Clone Wars,
4: that the kind of continuity will jump no. over all over the
0: place. No,
2: because okay. that would break from the format they did last season. Okay, all right.
0: Um. So we're going to Water Planet then. What's what going to happen?
2: Was it called Task or something like that?
0: Task? Tr- Trash. Mm-hmm. So Noah predicts Boba Fett on a dragon, which is quite <laughs> I'm getting, possible. I'm getting of sick of Noah. It. It's quite possible because... <laughs> <Without>
2: feeding him.
0: <laughs> it's very true. Uh, mm, Kyle's I'm out done. Out uh, I'm out of here. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone have any, any idea of... <laughs> <laughs> Later, uh what's gonna happen next week? Hit us with it. Anyone have any ideas? anything?
2: Um I hold up to my same theory I had last week about what's gonna happen on the the water planet. Um, I was just an episode off.
0: yeah, same um,
2: I think they'll they'll run into more bounty hunters or something. I think that Sasha banks will be one of these Mandalorian um especially since like it seems like maybe they could be the ones that left his you know oh. so. I don't know there's there's a lot of potential there. I really hope that she is yeah, yes here. Den takes a nap. It's one episode of just Den sleeping. Oh my
4: yeah. God. 30 minutes of him just sleeping in a helmet.
2: So I'm gonna watch it. I mean, <laughs> I would watch it multiple times. I mean, I do put the
0: the Darth Vader fire um the pyre scene on for my Ulog over over Christmas time. So that's like 30 oh, hours that. of Darth yeah. Vader oh. <laughs> on fire. Um all I really right.
2: want to see the child on the the ship and somebody just says like fish and a crate and he's just like
0: oh my god he's going to he's <laughs> going to just overeat. He's going to overeat. It's going to be too crazy.
4: I bet he's uh, about to hit a growth spurt.
0: Oh, maybe. Oh my I'm, god, more talkative, more way more verbal this episode. Are we going to hear a word this He's going to
2: say shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Right. It just goes super hard. Um but yeah, I mean, are we gonna hear? Are we gonna hear him talk this season?
2: I'm glad that Den is talking more.
0: Yes, so am I.
2: So happy, and Justin, I really think part of that is having uh, Pedro in the costume more often.
0: E- yeah, I mean, also, I it, really this is just his character is just expanding. Just mm-hmm. uh, yeah,
3: and the having- expanded
2: universe of Benjaren. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, yes,
3: Justin. What do you think, man? Uh if you do, it'd be like last episode or next to last episode and it's going to be one word it's not going to be full sentences It'd be boba like it no like mama say, Daddy. <laughs> i'm gonna laugh if she if he calls Bola. it if if the child calls din mama you know he's just gonna be like ah. yeah did you it notice <laughs> he, he huffed like three
0: times in this episode yeah so <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
0: classic. i love it josh what do you think's gonna happen next episode
1: um, I don't think he's gonna say a word. I th- well, so this isn't next episode, but I don't think he's gonna say a word. I think he's gonna make the Yoda sound that
0: mm. oh <laughs> my <laughs> god.
1: Dude. <laughs> That'd be way
3: better. Yeah. I think we're gonna get some Moncala though.
0: You think we're you think there's gonna be Moncala next week?
2: Okay. Yep. I hope so. I mean, I we have corn? Some, We've already seen like, corn. Like as an appetizer, yes. I think we're
3: gonna get the Moncala, the corn's. So. Um there's another one, and I can't remember the name of the species that's in the the aquatic realm but they have like the spiky head. not the core yeah maybe the, yeah, they have the spikier yeah. heads yeah I think because there were two of them in the trailer that you could see kind of like walking towards uh, the camera like standing by a barrel or something so I think you're going to get those too
1: yeah oh, I know Aqualich is the walrus man
3: oh, not, the it's not that guy I'll, I'll figure out who it was I not the
1: corn
0: so Josh what do you think man what's yeah. going to happen next episode
1: um I think we're gonna see those fairy scenes. We're gonna have, we're gonna find out. We're gonna meet Sasha Banks and whoever her character is. And and just like this episode, that next episode is going to be a horror movie uh, feature. And this is going to be the Jaws episode.
4: Shit, why not? Oh, I not. Yes.
2: Big
1: Uber fish.
4: <laughs> I'm not really into it? sharks, so I'm not down with that. So Kyle Damn. saying no sharks next next week. Or is Riff Tamson
0: making an appearance? Although, yeah, if, it is, if it, Tamsen,
4: it is people a people humanoid there. half-shark hybrid, I might be into that.
2: <laughs> I could get into that.
4: Riff's dead. I'm
3: pretty sure he died.
4: <laughs> well, he but wasn't the, the only son one
3: of Rip. in the whole
2: no, world. It's
4: in the, the son whole universe. of Riff. <laughs> it's like the son of Fred. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Biff Tampson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kyle what do you think's happening on next week's episode
4: um i think we are going to run into some more mandalorians um
0: Ooh, maskless or masked masked really
4: yeah i think Ooh. so that's my from guess. the same com- uh same covert or no you know? this um these mandalorians that her husband has seen that the frog lady's husband has seen mr fish or mr frog well, I'm assuming he's a frog, but I, that's taking a leap. I don't know Is that a frog man. It's he, it's or a frog lady. Who, who frog am I man? to judge who they love? Like they could be. He could be. Anything. It could
0: be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be a normal, normal uh, human. Or, uh, but do you, I don't okay. want
4: to, I don't want to know how the normal human's going to impregnate that backpack full of eggs. But it could be anything, Chris. I really Egg. don't know.
0: Once again, it's 2020. <laughs> 2020. So. Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's sort of what I was thinking, Lauren Romo, but I don't want to like say anything too crazy and look like an idiot.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we flustered Maggie. Um, she did not turn no. the camera off though. Um <laughs> Bo Katan. Um, someone did a really cool fan art of Boba Fett. I swear to god, this is the last time we're gonna say this. He but somebody did a really good fan art of Boba Fett getting the armor back with the <laughs> no. black cloak and um, has the, the Jag eyes on the helmet, which is, which is really cool. I, it, so it's a really cool mock-up. I'll try to post it on an SW Friend show. I love fan art. I'm here for all the fan art and all the interpretations of what's to come. So Maggie's gone. Maggie's gone. And uh, ha- have a good night, Maggie. Happy Friday. Uh, oh, my God.
1: Hide your eggs, people.
0: Hide your eggs.
4: All right. So um get a lock on the lid. It's not that hard. I mean, I can keep my dog out of the garbage can, guys. It's not complicated. <laughs> they make all things right. just for that.
0: I think we've hit all the reactions on this show. I, so think many we,
2: reactions. I
0: think we've hit everything. I think we've hit everything. So with that being said, we are going to end this episode of the Mandalorian Razorcrest Reacts for Chapter 10 the past year. I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. great chats tonight you guys brought it strong that was super cool that's what this is all about Mm -hmm. uh we do want to remind you to head over to this is the way the fundraiser you can find that online uh you can find it on a lot of people's social media especially on maggie's it is pinned to the top of her twitter which i'm sure um you can all find fairly easily so her handle's right there on her uh on her screen. So donate to the fundraiser. If you donate $40, like uh, someone did since our last episode, you'll get one of these shirts.
2: You know, yeah. you want one.
0: That's right. And a hundred dollars will get you a, this is the way hoodie. So go ahead and do that. We're here every Friday night for the Mandalorian reacts, the razor crest reacts. So chapter 11 coming up next. Rift Tamsin is going to be alive battling Bo-Katan on the ferry. Uh, I'm ready for it. I am so ready for it. So, eat all your eggs, whether you like them scrambled, over easy. Follow totally,
1: how do you gotta swallow them whole on the shell? Yeah. swallow just those swallow eggs. Them. Them.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, thanks everybody for hanging out. Oh, uh, Mike Harris, did you just get here, Mike? Did you just get here? You just missed the reacts, bro, bro. I love all these hearts. Look at all these hearts from all of our good star Wars friends, Ross. We're going to have Ross Ambridge on a, a upcoming episode, star Wars friends. We're going to dive into his history with star Wars a, as an actor. And this is going to be very cool. May the force be with all of you. If you want to find us on social, find us at SW Friends show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook show at star Wars, You can find me at no is Chris on Twitter. Where can they find the rest of you at?
1: This is Josh. And you took, uh, if we just go like this, you can see Battle of Tanab on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> there it is. This is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu.
4: <laughs> this is Kyle. I am KB underscore legend on Twitter and
2: Instagram. Whatever it is. And this is Maggie. And you can find me at Maggie of the town. <laughs> Very
4: cool.
0: All right, everybody. Listen to our episode with Gary Whitta. Would love for you to get some feed, give some feedback on that. Leave us a review. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll be back next week, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time for Chapter Eleven of The Mandalorian.
4: Be there, and bring course, a friend.
0: This is the way. This is the way.
2: This, this is the way. This is the, the
4: way. way. Later, and, y'all, and also with Thank you. you. What? Happy Friday. Bye. Bye. It's always this way with you. Gosh. <laughs>